0: time once again for the gruesome (laughs) twosome the lads without mercy
1: the two guys from brooklyn yeah yeah well yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah i mean yeah i meant to say that okay (laughs) like
1: i guess it's implied i mean we're on radio free brooklyn so we must be the guys from brooklyn right of course yeah but they don't know who we are yeah I'm Ernesto Mancibo.
0: I'm Pablo Morale
1: Martinez. And together we, we are, are robots, robots versus Taxes, taxes on oh. Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh yeah. That's right, that's right. <laughs> guys, we just came back from the first day of Comic Con.
0: Yeah, we came back, guys. Oh my god. We saw the sights. Oh. we saw the, we heard the sounds. We can't see the sounds, obviously. <laughs> um, but it was great. It was really fun.
1: It was awesome. Yeah. Just so y'all know, um, this was after a one year hiatus, uh, from the con. Cause last year, uh, we had bills. <laughs> <laughs> we had mad bills to pay. So, so we were just like, eh, we can't swing it this year. Nope. Then. then we came back with a vengeance. Yes. Um, Yes, yes. So uh, we'll give you a little uh, background in terms of the way our day started and then go right into all the great stuff we saw at the con. So, um, Comic Con is held, uh, New York Comic Con is held at the uh, Jacob Javits Center in Manhattan. Um, It's from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. So uh, I came over to Pablo's face, uh, Pablo's face and his place (laughs) first. (laughs) phrasing (laughs) got here a little after nine okay and uh, jeez already already
0: (laughs) you're only half a beer in and already Uh, you're like
1: (laughs) jeez but anyway uh, so I get here a little after nine Um, Pablo's already ready right um, uh, because of, uh, Pablo's surgery, um, it's, he has a limited mobility. So we took a lift into Manhattan straight to the Jacob Javits center. Uh, luckily they had a uh, wheelchair service, uh, there, um, because his wife, uh, reserved, uh, that for us. So, uh, we were good to go after that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I felt like you were telling that story in real time. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: It was like an itinerary, but uh, but yeah, yeah. But but anyway, um, what did you feel when we first walked through those doors today? I
0: felt like finally (laughs) we came back to the Javits Center.
1: (sighs) Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it felt so good. It felt so good to be among our people, um, once again. Yes. Yeah. So, so many uh, cool things to see.
0: Yeah, like I don't. I I hate to like nitpick and stuff, but it was it was, like I I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna try not to nitpick as much, uh, but it was it was definitely cool. Like Mm -hmm. I, I definitely like enjoyed the few panels that uh we we definitely got to see, because uh we we don't. We like we went today. Today's Thursday, the day of our recording. Mm -hmm. Uh, so Thursday, it's usually like the first bits of like they just give you little morsels of stuff to like check out. Yeah, like we saw this really cool uh, panel for the new Batman Ninja anime. Oh, which is fucking nerdgasm! Like if you like samurais, if you like Batman, if you like crazy animation. Like, like, and like crazy anime style, like fights and sequence, fight sequences.
1: Dude, this shit is for you. It looks fucking amazing. Like they, I I thought the guy was just playing it up because, you know, it's his job when he came out to, before he introduced the panel. Um, I was just like, all right, all right. You know, we understand you're the hype man. They're paying you to say this. Right. But he was telling us, he was just like, it's going to blow your minds. It's like. Nothing looks like this. And when they actually showed us the clip, we were all just like, Holy, Holy shit, shit. <laughs> I mean, we've never seen Batman or the Joker depicted quite like this. No. So um I gotta say this is this is a DC animated production that I'm really looking forward to. They 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 tend to put out a lot of quality work and some of it not so much. Um, they're Hasn't been a project though recently in terms of uh, animated DC movie that I've been really really excited for. But this, I'm just like, all right, this feels like the old days. This feels mm. like uh, the Justice League War slash Flashpoint days when it was just like, oh, I can't yeah, wait for that no. to come out, you know.
0: Um, but yeah, it was that was really cool. Uh, the the, the panelists were mostly comprised of. Uh, the Japanese f- filmmakers and directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in particular was responsible for a little anime that me and Ernesto both love. It is called Afro Samurai. That's right, Afro um, Samurai. Yes, uh, it, which is an anime that fucking rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not. It's not as deep. Yeah, it really. It's not isn't. really a deep. Like I wouldn't go in there searching for like.
1: Like bebop level yeah. <laughs> uh, nuance and layering, or now. like
0: relationship uh, explorations on relationships. <laughs> but it's it's if you want to just see sword, sword play and crazy ass anime angles, it's mm-hmm. it's the anime for you. And with that, we're gonna take a little break. And we are back. Now we're back. Are we back
1: for real? Yeah, we're back are for real. Are you sure that we're back yes, for real? Yes, we are back for real. All right. We are recording. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to let you in on a little behind-the-scenes horseshit. Oh. <laughs> um, Fuck. For, <the> l- <laughs> for the last 50 minutes. <laughs> well, bef- before We went on break for a second, because yeah. we had to do... And then we uh, started recording again, or at least we thought we were recording yes. again for the last 50 minutes that's five zero minutes we went through recording the podcast only to realize at the very end literally at the very at end the
0: tail end of this whole thing
1: that mr pablo over here <laughs> 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 shit forgot to fully initiate the record yeah so we've been going through all of the experience for the last little while and um
0: Damn, we have to do it all over again.
1: I realized we were just speaking into thin air.
0: <laughs> speaking into nothing.
1: <laughs> Lost to the cosmos. Oh.
0: <laughs> Listen, what were we even talking about when we left? We, were talking about. we,
1: we had just finished up uh, oh, Batman. Batman Ninja. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be super awesome. Um. Like we said the first time around, when you guys couldn't hear us. Yes, but
0: <laughs> when we weren't recording, yeah. we basically went into in-depth detail about like how awesome the animation was, how like, and how you asked <laughs> the the final question of the night yeah, in yeah. terms of doing the panel. <laughs>
1: um, well, it was Pablo's idea to um, ask one of the producers, directors on the stage, uh, who was responsible for Afro Samurai one and two. Whether there was going to be an Afro Samurai three, and as soon as he said that, like my imagination, my imagination started flying because it's just like shit. I want to know. Yeah, you know this guy. We enjoyed those movies so much, as uh, paper thin as they were. I saw you looking at the recorder again, by the way, to, just, just to make I'm, sure.
0: I'm, ter- <laughs> I'm terrified that I didn't. Re- i'm not doing it right but i did it it's going it's going
1: if if we don't get it this time then you just you're just gonna have to do it again and pretend you're both of us because i you know (laughs) but um uh, fuck all right yeah but yeah so i asked uh so i got up i got online i got to ask the final question of the evening and uh, i didn't want to be one of those dicks that's like you know Oh yeah, you're you're here to promote your current project, but yeah, I want to ask about potential other projects that you haven't even mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I asked them each about what because they're they're all uh, accomplished uh, producers and directors uh, before this particular project. Yeah, so I one asked. of
0: them did Gurren, this anime called Gurren Lagan. Yeah, and then the other one did the opening like animation for this thing called Dragon Quest into the mm-hmm. game. But yeah, yeah, all accomplished dudes, all
1: accomplished. So. Said, you know, what what is it about your prior experiences that um, that you brought to this? And uh, and then I directed the question in particular to uh, the director producer, whom we all lovingly call Bob. Um, uh, what is it about this project that could potentially inspire him for an Afro Samurai three? Yeah. And um, they all gave great responses, and uh, Bob finally replied by um, talking about what what experiences he brought into this current project and in terms of Afro Samurai three and Pablo uh, definitely uh, remembers this part better.
0: Yeah. He, w- he basically said, I can't wait for Afro Samurai three, basically confirming it. So this kind of makes it like uh, robots versus taxes exclusive. Yeah. There will be a uh, Afro Samurai three. Hopefully. I oh. don't know. I, I I don't know. Maybe he might change his mind. Maybe Sam Jackson might have, other better things to do, like you know, golfing
1: or uh, getting
0: eaten by a shark. You know, <laughs> oh jeez,
1: oh, what was uh, jeez, Deep you know, Blue Sea Part you know. Two, <laughs> Deeper and Bluer Sea. <laughs>
0: yeah, so that that way my dad could be like, "Is deeper pussy." <laughs>
1: Coño, how deep it is going to get? There better not be sharks in this one. Yes. (laughs) With their goddamn SAT scores. (laughs) But, uh... For a reference to that joke, go back to, like, our first five Five episodes. episodes Five (laughs) episodes ago. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, um... But, yeah, it's, um... He he essentially confirmed it. Uh, yeah. He spoke of it the way he he said it, it was just like yeah this is this is like my child. There's going to be another yeah uh, installment. So looking forward to that. Fully support that. Um, and right after that panel,
0: yeah, we uh, went to um, we went to a panel called Representation Matters, and yeah. it dealt with uh, uh, people of color being represented in comics, as well as the LGBTQIA
1: community and how to draw and write for these yeah. characters respectfully
0: yeah. yeah which was really cool because I, I remember at one point the guy who i know i'm i feel like i'm jumping ahead but he did the comic black right mm-hmm. really cool comic we'll go into that in a little bit but he talked about how uh, when you're writing for people of color or you know basically anyone of a different um gender gender identity from you it's like just do your research mm-hmm. um you know it doesn't hurt to ask mm-hmm. which is kind of like very kind of like open it, it just felt like such a such an obvious answer mm-hmm. it's just like yes of course like you know if you're having trouble writing for somebody just like, it's, it's not a crime to ask people, you know, it's in true. a respectful way, not just, like, go up to them and be like, well, how do you do a lesbian sex scene, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah.
1: What the hell was that sound?
0: Oh, occasionally we got xenomorphs crawling up and
1: down the street. <laughs> oh, okay. Freaking Bensonhurst. Jeez. Yeah, I know. But, um. <laughs> go Bensonhurst xenomorphs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The fighting xenomorphs, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's uh, and and the thing about um, asking uh, other communities about their experiences is that um, if you are outside of that uh, community, um, just realize that sometimes, even though it doesn't hurt to ask, um, you uh, those people are in that community will not have um, the emotional time or energy to explain it to you um, if you ask in the wrong way you're going to catch you're going to catch a dragging Yeah. and though it may not feel good um, just realize that that is a valuable learning experience yeah. for you don't let it make you bitter don't let it make you angry like oh they should have treated me better it's just like you know take a moment to observe your own actions uh your own mode of speech and ask yourself like okay um there's something that i did that elicited a certain response and i need to accept my role in this as well um so and that's part of the journey of doing your research uh, of being a writer or an artist for a genre That you aren't necessarily a part of, you know, it's part of the learning experience. If for you to really come to understand a thing, you must surrender to the thing. And when you surrender to the thing, there's going to be vulnerability. You're going to make mistakes. Uh, The point is to learn from those mistakes. So it's just a little PSA. Yeah,
0: (laughs) but it also involves like personal history, right? Didn't you go out? Didn't the the author of Black also say that? Like, especially if like you're and i feel like this is delving a little bit into the social issues mm-hmm. area but if you're a white person like if you're asking like a person of color like you also have to be very aware of your own like the privilege and the background and the history of white people in relationship to people of color mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so sometimes if you're you know when you're a white person and you're doing your research you know you're going to receive again like you said you're going to receive an answer that you might not like. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's just historically, that's, if, that's how it is. Yeah. I mean, it's not just, you know, th- it's not coming from a, from a place of, of bitterness. It's coming from a place of, like you said, knowledge. It's mm-hmm. like coming from a place of experiencing things mm-hmm. on the other side as opposed to like just having one point of view.
1: I love how one of the authors on that panel... Brought up an example on on how somebody had approached her on a story that they were writing about. uh, Oh yeah, people of color. It was it was so great. Like uh, had approached her and asked her for her critique, literally asked her for her help, and she read it over and it was just full of problems. And she told her, "Okay, well, you know, some of this is just ooh, uh, you really missed the mark," and told her how to possibly approach it from a different angle and then the person who who did the writing uh responded back to her like no wait you don't understand and (laughs) this this uh panel author looked literally looked at her like you came to me (laughs) about advice on a subject that i live and you're telling me i don't understand like when you ask for help you have to be willing uh, to accept the help when it is given. Yeah. Like it's, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, You're not, it may not necessarily be as you envisioned it or even to your liking, but you know, that's part of the process and you, you got to honor that process. So I, that, that's something that, that really stuck with me. You know what I love about that is like, I
0: feel like you brought this up when we were recording. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry
1: again. I'm going to be saying
0: sorry a hundred times on this now. Um, but one of the things that you brought up was how naturally like how natural the laughter came to the audience Mm -hmm. like it felt like when she made when she made that observation it was like nobody like you never i didn't feel like people were like cringing or like like this is this touchy subject it all felt like we were just like sharing in on this insight and uh, it like it when you go to like panels like that especially like now it feels like co- like you made this observation earlier in the day mm-hmm. where it felt like comic con is becoming more woke because mm-hmm. there were there are panels that are definitely speaking to now people of color mm-hmm. and uh people who are non-binary you know um who uh, are in the lgbtqia mm-hmm. uh, community so it was definitely kind of refreshing to feel like you were in on the, in like you're with your community now and it feels like we're all things are moving in a very interesting way on a social level yeah. in terms of comics, Yeah. which is really cool and really inspiring. So
1: I'm, I'm really excited about this paradigm shift and how um, it seems to be gaining steam. Cause a lot of these um, panel authors and artists that are, uh, we were, uh, uh, we were observing and interacting with today, um, they got their projects off the ground through very grassroots, grassroots movements um, uh, using Indiegogo and Kickstarter to fund their projects and get them off the ground and, and, and creating these, these bigger and better things that, are, that just keep evolving. Uh, one author even um, announced that her title... Has now been picked up by Image Comics. Yeah. Bingo you know. Love, I think that was Bingo called. Bingo Love. Yeah. 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 It, it's, um, that's really, really exciting. I mean, I bet she didn't even, uh, fantasize about that per se when she was, you know, sitting in a room by herself writing or drawing. Yeah. You know, it's just like now it's become this, this entity. This thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's totally amazing. That's awesome. Um, uh, one of the other titles that were really, enthusiastic about uh finding uh that pablo mentioned it 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 is a comic called black and the concept behind it i mean when we hear this concept we just looked at each other like whoa why haven't we we need to pick this up we need to pick this up it's like in a world that um, in a world in a world (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) sorry (coughs) (coughs) sorry forget it let me go ahead (laughs) but in a world where black people are already feared and hated and marginalized what if black people were the only people with superpowers and what sort of controversy must that bring up i i'm salivating to read this book like it's it's it sounds like it's going to be so good i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best to if if it is good i'm gonna do my best to support it because it's well yeah
0: and plus that author had was really insightful because I I know one of the things that we didn't (laughs) touch on before because again I'm sorry Mm -hmm. we weren't recording Uh, (laughs) but he talked about John Stewart Green Lantern in a way that I was like I've never thought of it like that. yeah
1: that's right oh
0: my god like he's he's a black man in space Mm -hmm. Like, on his home planet, like, what did he say? He said, on his home planet, he has, like...
1: He has he, to deal with the fact has, that he is black because he still has to navigate yeah. society. But he's like, but when you're in space... Right. You know...
0: You're talking to aliens who have a million tentacles, and they don't <laughs> give a
1: shit if you're black. <laughs> it's um, just... It's like just... You're just there. It's like, oh, I, I don't have to think about my blackness. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like
0: <laughs> he made. A, he also made an observation about Iron Man, where Iron Man can take off his armor and be like, "Well, I'm a billionaire." <laughs> it's like, no, you know, when John Stewart takes off his Power Ring, he's like, "No, I'm I'm black twenty four 7 So, I was like, "Wow,
1: that is fucking truth. That is truth." That was so true. So so well said. Uh, really opens your eyes.
0: I now it, it makes me want to read more John Stewart Green Lantern books. Yes, um,
1: I think one of the, <laughs> I think one of the first um, it was one of those like, uh, fun facts about characters that I read about John Stewart uh, when they created his character. Um, he's essentially like one of the first, if maybe the only Green Lantern uh, who doesn't wear like a mask. Yeah, you know yeah, that, yeah, that that's green right. overlay on his eyes, and. When, when when the character has been asked, like, why why don't you do that? Why, why don't you wear a mask? He was just like, you know, because this black man lets it all hang out. It's just like... Okay. I was like, wow, that's badass. Yeah, like, that is badass. Know, <laughs> it's like, you know, I put on the mask, they're still going to know I'm black. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Holy shit.
0: Like, wow, man. It really, like... Like I always thought John Stewart was really cool because I'd o- I'd only seen him through the uh, Justice League uh, TV show, uh-huh. but um, you know I never really approached it from and even the Justice League TV show was pushing a little boundaries yeah um, mm-hmm. especially was like holy shit it's an interracial relationship with Hawkgirl like. I, like, I think that counts as
1: interspecies relationship.
0: <laughs> oh oh yeah, because she's a bird.
1: <laughs>
0: I wonder if he, when he goes down on her, like he spits out
1: fetus. <laughs>
0: Jeez. oh like it just went, I got into a really like vicious oh. pillow fight.
1: <laughs> oh man. Or he comes up choking, like oh <coughs> she's like, baby, are you okay? He spits out an egg. Yeah. You know? so,
0: Obviously, you came
1: first. Uh, oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh man! All right, now I'm gonna get a little disgusting. All do you right. think? <laughs> do you think Hot Girl like gets really aggressive sometimes and just like eggs in his face, like you know, Ooh. like just you know, uh,
0: gives it to him scrambled? Yeah, just like <laughs>
1: just like there you go, some bird bukaki for you. Yeah, oh. you know, so that's disgusting. It's disgusting. I apologize. No, you don't. No, I don't. I really don't. But that's what you're here for. Yeah.
0: Bird Bukaki.
1: <laughs> and just a reminder, I'm Ernesto Mancibo. Well, I'm
0: Pablo Morales Martinez. And
1: you are listening to <gasps> Robots, Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> oh my God. You know, a little eggs benedict to go. I woke up today... <laughs> And out of all the possibilities, I never thought for a second that I'd be recording something that will go out on the airwaves, where I'm saying "bird bukaki." <laughs> life is funny like that. Yeah, it's y- beauty. It's yeah, it's a journey, really, and glory of life. <laughs> My goodness. So, uh, so yes the uh, the contra- the controversy of a possible interracial slash interspecies relationship of. Uh, John Stewart and John uh, Stewart Hawk and Girl.
0: and Hawkgirl, man, that show was like really, it was really kind of cool. But it's also like, there were definitely some moments where I'm just like, wow, kids watching this are gonna like learn a lot of like cool shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, I really missed that show. I, I I really enjoyed how they went from just Justice League to Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, um, where they
0: started including like, all the... Who cares about (laughs) the DC
1: Universe? (laughs) Like, here's some characters you'll never see again. (laughs) Booster Gold. Meh. (laughs) Just a reminder, you'll be able to see uh, Booster Gold on... um, Hold on. now, Now I'm getting, like, segments confused. Have we spoken about the Meh shows? No, 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 no. no okay, because we, d- we did that when we weren't recording. Yeah, so okay, yes, good. That was good.
0: when we were just talking into the air. All
1: right, good. Just because <laughs> uh, time is all fucked up yeah, now, I like the I don't know. The time stream has been tainted. Yeah, it's like we we just experienced our own flashpoint. <laughs> but instead of flashpoint, is it was just called pause. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Paul. It's called Pavel. Doesn't know how to record a <laughs> goddamn <laughs> podcast.
1: It's alright buddy, it could have happened to any of us But it happened to you Yeah I know, you know. And
0: therefore I have the the egg on my face yeah. To bring it full circle Oh
1: god <laughs> You know who wouldn't have done this? Jon Stewart? No, who? Michael Burnham Uh, Come on Michael Burnham Dude. would have gotten it Yeah I'm still a little sore last week You should be
0: Because <laughs> I saw the latest episode of Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. And I was like what what happened to the Discovery part? Did you have you, did you see it?
1: Yeah, of course I saw it. <laughs> I did. I'm the Trekkie okay. of this duo, okay? Right, You're the anti-Trekkie. Uh, hey, okay? hey
0: hey hey. We talked about this Listen, and you posted it up on Instagram. I did. By the way, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> but <laughs> we talked about this. I've never met a cardassia that i oh. didn't like. <laughs> I don't like I've never met a queen on that I, that i didn't like. Oh
1: Jesus. But Romulans
0: um, I could take her leave. Well, you know, Romulans
1: <laughs> they they're so aggressive, yeah. but um, but yeah, the th- I thought the third episode is starting to set the the pace of the series. Uh, we see Michael Burnham go through some, a very difficult situation, you know, it's like it's it's Many months after, um, you know, she got her captain killed, uh, <coughs> she went to jail. But every. Here's the thing.
0: Now we're going into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you happy now? It's Star Trek again. So Ugh. what?
1: So what?
0: All right, fun. So, <laughs> so. So. So w- b- we basically pick up again, and, you know, she's on house arrest. In the star trek discovery mm-hmm. and then it turned like halfway through the episode it turns into alien <laughs> <laughs> it's true and, and then y- you know did like you you you're always backing up on you're you're always like you're a trekkie so mm-hmm. uh, don't you miss the trek part of star trek instead of like the whole like the captain has nefarious plans. What could they be? Well, A mystery. Aliens run away. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, I took that way too far. We look, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I don't
1: know where the fuck you were going with that, but sometimes you just gotta peop give people the freedom to do yeah. what they gotta do. <laughs> but the thing about um, modern Trek, as opposed to classic Trek, like the original series and the next generation, and even Deep Space Nine, to a certain extent, is that you know modern audiences need uh, a t- tangible pacing um, to take them on this journey that requires a certain amount of action. Um, yes, trek. There definitely needs to be more trekking in Star Trek, yeah. where um, we look at the the scientific boundaries uh, uh, that are explored in some of these. Episodes uh, that also reflect like social issues, but presented in a really interesting way that makes you think. Um, but look, we're trying to flesh out the characters right now. Um, we haven't had Trek on television for about ten years now, so it's sort of, you know, it's it's trying to find its footing in a in an insane forum right now because there are all types of shows on the air. So two of which are
0: highly meh. Yeah. Alright.
1: Oh. <laughs> Let's one of what le, Do you want to jump into The Gifted? Yeah, you know, Alright. The Gifted. I got to say that show was nothing but pure men. Nah. Oh, it it it's set in the X-Men universe. Right. Um, it's a bunch of adolescents, teenagers who d- are discovering their powers. All with the same powers? Uh, it's everybody's got <laughs> some form of telekinesis or there's one character who can teleport but there's no real power diversity there uh there's no r- there's not much ethnic diversity there either Oh really? Um, is it, this there's just like uh the a Incredibles They got a smattering. Yeah. You know, a they smattering? Got, <laughs> They have got some tokens, but yeah. you know. Uh but they, I I didn't really care about any other characters or Uh, What's going to what's going to happen to them? Um, I don't know. Maybe I missed something. If I happen to be at home when episode two airs, I'll give it another shot. But I got to say, my review for episode one is just meh. Meh. How about you and uh, Inhumans? Inhumans?
0: Yeah, that was a big pile of meh. Meh? Yeah, meh. 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 Uh, There was meh to go around. And I had many problems with it. Oh,
1: wow. oh, jeez. That re- <laughs> that we recorded.
0: I wish I hadn't. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs>
0: fuck. So, ooh, leaky pipes. Uh, I snort a lot of cocaine. <laughs> uh, jeez.
1: <laughs> so you told me that was sugar. <laughs> Powdered sugar from <laughs>
0: Colombia. Um, no, but uh, Inhumans was a mess, mm-hmm. and uh, I was wondering why it needed to be on IMAX screen mm-hmm. when obviously it felt like it felt like a show that didn't know where to place its budget because I feel like m- most of its budget went to a really realistic looking giant bulldog <laughs> that teleports everywhere, which sounds really cool, but then. <laughs> You know, you start noticing things like the, the actors are definitely looking over the dog because I guess they lifted, they had the tennis ball oh. where the dog was supposed to be a little bit higher than it should have been. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and there was definitely, like, there's this whole coup that takes place in the beginning of the show, but then they. Uh, when they cut to like the main evil bad guy who's Ramsey Bolton, he is. His squadron, his giant coup mm-hmm. of people is only like five guys. <laughs> it's like, it's. And then everyone goes to Hawaii. And then. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like, like, I don't know. Are it they just sipping felt...
1: margaritas on the beach? No. Well, like
0: and... uh, one of them gets a haircut. Uh, oh, another one. <laughs> and I feel like I explained it better when we recorded the first time, but you know what? I'm not going to give anything away. Okay. Uh, unlike last time I get where I gave some parts away. Somebody gets a haircut. <laughs> another person, um, Needs a haircut. There's definitely a girl on the show that needs a haircut because her, her dye job all over the place. Oh. Um, and the, the main hero, Black Bolt, he, something unfortunate happens where he, he accidentally kills people that are important to him, but he does it in such a way that it's laughable. Um, (laughs) He, it's more or less like he stubs his toe and he's like whoop, and then pe- people are kids, black. Uh, for those who don't know, Black Bolt's powers are if he's basically got the voice of God. So if you hear it, you're dead. Like you're you're just made into ash. Um, so but he's you know he he goes ow or something, and then he just kills off two important characters to him but there's no build up to it so it's just like whoops like oh my god just like just like me tapping the mic just now <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's yeah it's a mess it's a and it was screen on an IMAX screen and if I had been there which I tend to do with geeky shit like this um, I would have been like that was a complete waste of my money like I, I, I don't know if I would have asked for my money back, but I definitely think that it's just a, like why,
1: like. S- so <laughs> there was nothing, visually speaking, that would have made it worth it to be like on an IMAX screen.
0: No, there was one moment where it got really cool, mm-hmm. like, but that it was five seconds long, and then it was done, and then it was back to. This goofy character being like, oh, I'm a, I'm a king on the moon, <laughs> but now, now I'm just getting arrested by police in Hawaii. <laughs>
1: oh, oh.
0: And there are some really good actors in it. Like there's this 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 actor, one of my favorite actors, uh, Ken Long. He was on a show called Lost, mm-hmm. um, where he played this kind of like you know, uh, sarcastic dude and n- with this show it feels like he's ha- he has nothing to do uh and th- i know what they're trying to do marvel's basically trying to push the inhumans as you know we don't have the rights to x-men but th- here are weirder x-men from the moon <laughs> and i'm like that sounds odd aw- that sounds kind of intriguing but once you see the show it's like who cares
1: jesus yeah wow so you definitely give it a A meh meh. yeah all right yeah it's just a whole bunch of that going around yeah i know uh,
0: it's it feels like too much of that is going around
1: let's let's try to think of it this way It's, it's we're getting the meh out of the way now for all the epicness that's about to come with uh thor ragnarok yes the last jedi yes Black Panther.
0: Black Panther. Uh, Last Jedi, which we went to like an exhibit for. like They showed off like some of the models.
1: Yeah, the models and props and, and stuff. The props and stuff. Yeah.
0: It's pretty cool. Thor Ragnarok, which I don't think they've presented anything with it yet. Mm-hmm. And Black Panther, which I assumed would have more of a presence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it's just, It feels like, despite the fact that there was some cool shit at this Comic-Con, it was a little bit disorganized. Like I just feel like there could be more stuff, but again, I, I guess they save the best stuff for uh, Rhode Island Comic Con. Rhode yeah, Island, Ca- <laughs> Jesus. San Diego Comic Con. Sorry.
1: Uh, I I I really hope that uh, New York Comic Con doesn't become a faint shadow of San Diego Comic Con because you know it's it's the big comic book event of the East Coast. You yeah, know?
0: I know. People should be like you know. But I mean, like, I understand it's like all the studios are out on the West Coast. Like, why would they come to the East Coast? Like, that's what are they, they going to do? Screen a Tribeca? Like the Tribeca Film Festival? Oh, they do a could. deal with Robert De Niro? Whatever. They
1: could. I mean, well,
0: I could be, I could be Thanos. <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> I could be Th- sorry, that's my shitty <laughs> Robert De Niro. I could actually really see that now. <laughs> I could be Ultron. <laughs> it's so terrible! Oh my God, I, I need to stop. I'm sorry again, <laughs> listeners. I'm sorry for not recording, and I'm sorry for that shitty impression.
1: Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh, but I'm I'm totally digging uh, being back at Comic Con. I mean, today's Thursday, so it's. You know, it's them just starting the rollout and stuff like that. Apparently, there were tons and tons of free bags (laughs) that you could get.
0: (laughs) The free swag this time was bags. It's
1: just bags. Like, I wasn't even that excited. uh, Geico was there. I'm like, (laughs) why? Geico was there, and they had this thing
0: where you could get into a booth and get your picture taken, but it was like a 360-degree picture Mm -hmm. a la The Matrix like, yeah. they would do bullet time around you. But I saw, we saw this one lady just, like, you get caught in the she rotor. She
1: almost <laughs> ate it so bad. Oh.
0: I shouldn't be laughing.
1: She... Oof.
0: Poor lady. So, but anyway, yeah, we saw a lot of Wonder Women.
1: <laughs> yeah, we saw a lot of Wonder Women. Um, We saw some... Uh, uh ricks
0: Ye- oh i'm glad you mentioned that because these ricks were bargain basement ricks. Yeah. Like these were like
1: ricks from like the forgotten universes for real yeah yeah it, there was nothing like i had to stop for a second and be like you're you're rick from rick and morty so <laughs> you have a lab coat and blue hair like there was just something that just, yeah. just didn't.
0: It's Thursday. It's because it's Thursday and nobody's like, like they're rolling. They're waiting for the, the the, Friday. Yeah. To come out and be like, all right, this is Rick. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping to see some pickle
1: ricks. Pickle ricks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that's that's gonna be, a lot a lot of fun. So. You
0: you just got up to Morty's mind blowers in terms of the episodes, right? You yes. Seen, yes. You haven't I, seen them that.
1: I've I've the last two to okay. get through. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to them because there this season are,
0: they're this season. I, I have to say it's a little bit like, it's a little bit more disturbing than <laughs> the last season. Well, in previous seasons, um, not as funny, but more interesting and more disturbing. But you're the last two episodes. Oh my God, you, you have to, it's
1: kind of crazy. I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, I, I yeah, d- I absolutely love that show. I, I don't know how the writers do it. I said that last episode. It's <laughs> like, how do they know when they're done? Yeah, you know? I saw a lot of yellow
0: shirts today. Uh, <laughs> I saw a lot of Mortys. Um, but again, they, like you said, they weren't throwing in any effort. They're saving all their effort for Friday. Yeah. This is just like, oh, I'm a yellow shirt. I'm Morty from the, the universe that doesn't give a shit about cosplay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah
1: yeah but uh we we spoke about uh video games right
0: uh no we didn't talk about the video games
1: okay damn damn that other uh <laughs> recording that just never happened so the
0: phantom the lost recording <laughs> jeez
1: all right we'll go over we'll go over that th- real quick we saw marvel versus capcom infinite infinite um th- uh looks like a really dope game i know pablo's uh super excited to get that yeah, one yeah I'm yeah. definitely gonna pick it up. Yeah, even though they didn't include any of the characters from the X-Men uh, part of the Marvel universe, c- for because of licensing disputes or something like that, um, it's they didn't want to pay Fox. I guess. I guess not. Damn, it's, it's getting bitter out there. But uh, I hope Fox doesn't go and make a shitty fighting game that's you know just licensed
0: X-Men versus. Atari? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) X Men versus Calico? Like, all the Calico Vision games?
1: That's horrible.
0: They fight E.T.
1: Oh. (laughs) Wow. If it was my version of E.T., it'd be kind of cool. Oh, that would be (laughs) awesome.
0: Your version of E.T. is a fucking maniac.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. But, uh.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, there was that, and then there was, um, damn, like, we got front row for basically that, and for another, which was Marvel's Contest of Champions. A lot of Marvel stuff, like, representing. We didn't get the chance to see any of the DC stuff, which I feel like hmm. maybe we'll get to tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm hoping I'm hoping to s- see more about uh, what's it called um, the Doomsday Clock.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Which is the big, like... DC has been building like the Watchmen universe into its current timeline. Mm-hmm. You and you have to see it because it's just like they're building something up for some kind of contact with the Watchmen universe, which we all know is like super dark.
1: I, I gotta, I gotta catch up on that whole series because I, I really. For, I like when universes uh, collide, especially when it's done really, really well. Um, yeah, yeah, and you and you've been hyping this for some time now, so yeah, I'm I'm confident that it's going to be like. Did you read well Watchmen? Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I believe we went to go see the movie in the theater <laughs> together because <laughs> the I kept uh, wincing every time Doctor Manhattan was on was on screen because he's completely nude, and um, you just leaned over to me. and You're like. What's the matter? You never seen Blue Dick before? <laughs> it's like, no, I haven't.
0: There's nothing wrong with it. It's got a little Smurfy.
1: Uh, oh. I mean, <laughs> speaking of Smurfy, it, quick sidebar: Did you see the uh, the season premiere of The Simpsons this past Sunday? No, I didn't. Oh, you got to check it out. There, there's some really funny tidbits, but the reason I bring it up is because uh, Krusty the Clown, God. He got an STD that consists of Smurfs living in his crotch. What? <laughs> it is hilarious. Okay. It is just watch it just for that. It's and it's so brief, but it's hilarious. Okay. It, there are like two instances where the episode focuses on that, and it's just so fucking funny.
0: I am I'm I'm trying to get watch some of the newer episodes and some of the newer episodes. Uh, I'm I'm talking about. By newer, I mean like season fifteen. I know it's up to season twenty-seven, <laughs> but I, I i i'm very sl- i'm very like cautious about the newer stuff because it's, some of it has been not good. Uh, very like, very like, eh
1: episodes. They've been on the air a long time. Yeah, you know they eventually have to. Um, Past the torch, you know, because they they have a certain format and they're not they're not going to evolve past it by much. You know, sometimes you just got to give it to the new generation like uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. You know,
0: sometimes you got to spoil yourself, spoil yourself, spoil yourself. (laughs) Simpson, I order you to buy those shoes. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) that's (laughs) That's from like season two. (laughs) where homer sees uh, these sneakers he really wants to buy but he doesn't have enough like he needs to spend his money on like groceries and shit (laughs) but then (laughs) he buys the shoes any like he buys the shoes anyway because he saw flanders walking around with him (laughs) and then he has like one of those classic like flanders cutaways where like he's thinking about the shoes and then Flanders just pops into his brain and is like, <laughs> Simpson, I order you to buy those shoes. So great. Um, <laughs> oh, man. It's hard to let. The thing is, it's just hard to let go of that show.
1: It is. I mean, it's essentially ingrained into our psyches. Yeah. Uh, we can <laughs> just randomly quote yeah. episodes. from and we, and we
0: do at length <laughs> every after every single show to the point where I'm like it's one in the morning (laughs) we're still doing
1: this (laughs) but wait but wait that other episode yeah that other episode was great it was great (laughs) (laughs) oh god oh man so Uh,
0: yeah I'm sorry you were talking about like the shitty ricks that were like roaming around (laughs) comic con and there,
1: there were some shitty ricks uh, but um,
0: there were some there's definitely some people today that were
1: actually throwing in a good portion of their money into their costumes it's uh it does happen you know some pe- I mean this is a point of pride for for several people and as well as should be because some people do really really good jobs yeah. um, so that's it's part of the the magic and, and wonder of comic-con that makes it such a uh, a great experience so uh, dear listeners if you haven't Ever been to Comic Con? Do yourself a favor, just just go for one day. Yeah, one day's enough. And uh, I mean, you know, unless you're <laughs> for hardcore. for new people, for new people, yeah. But know. when
0: you're hardcore geeks like us, you can't get enough. Yeah, you, know, you just gotta get your next fix. <laughs> <laughs> I know when we were talking, when we weren't recording. Sorry again. <laughs> you said you would cosplay as Darth Maul.
1: Oh yeah, yeah is there anyone else that you would cosplay as um, I guess I would cosplay as t- 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 I don't know I, I, I wanna I want to cosplay as like a, a very sexy figure like in, in the in the sense that it's it's something that people like revere on screen um, has a really cool costume but I in terms of specifics I can't I can't nail it down, you know, Um, I I just got to give it more thought. Yeah. How about you? What do you want to cosplay as?
0: Well, I I mentioned before, again, I'm sorry when we weren't recording. (laughs) um, (laughs) I I mentioned that I wanted to uh, cosplay as Zatoichi. Zatoichi. Like a Jedi Zatoichi. I don't know why he'd be using a lightsaber to, (laughs) like, try to guide his path. If he's blind, (laughs) he'd be killing everything in his way. (laughs) And basically, like, kind of, you know, Donnie, and as much as I love the guy, he robbed me of my, of my Zatthui, my Jedi Zatthuiji, uh, because he now he is, the blind fighter. In the Star Wars universe, but whatever I can dream. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I've I've mentioned to you like many times before that I'd love to go as Agent Smith, but like all of Agent Smith. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I I'd, I'd recruit other people. That's such a good idea. And just go dude. as a giant group, and like I'd love to like uh, anytime anybody asked me a question, we'd all answer at the same time. <laughs> oh, it takes a great deal of like coordination and shit. Oh, that's such a good.
1: I I hope you make that happen because that would be um that would be so killer and uh people it would be memorable people people would would quote it but um but yeah um uh just to switch gears real quick here at the end ladies and gentlemen um uh this past week we had a real tragedy in our country um in las vegas uh there was yet another mass shooting um over 50 people died and hundreds of others were injured um and uh, during these times uh, where we're, we're repeating this over and over again, one has to ask oneself, how? How is it that a country this influential, this rich, uh, can allow something like this to keep on happening over and over again, unanswered? Um, and we just ask that you keep uh, the people of Las Vegas in your thoughts and in your prayers, not in a superficial way, but in a way that, um, prompts you to speak up on the local level, on the state level, on the federal level, and hopefully affects some change because uh, it's gonna it's gonna have to come from the people.
0: Yeah, and like I think I read an uh, estimate where it's like ninety three percent of people, like the U in the U S, mm-hmm. want there to be change. So right now, it feels like a a corrupt few are keeping that change from happening, but it will happen.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and uh,
0: we just hope that it, there's doesn't have to hap- no more loss of life has to happen before this change does come. So absolutely,
1: it'll take a lot of effort, but it can be done. Yeah, it certainly can be done. All right, folks, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, I am Ernesto Menzibon. I am Pablo Morale Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a nice day. Song of the Week.